Greetings to all of you and welcome to this episode of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host today and creator of Grace Life Coaching. This podcast is the digital arm of that life coaching and I am the founder of Grace Life Coaching as well. So thanks for coming out. Thanks for allowing me to be part of your time. Thanks for allowing me to be part of your day. Time is our greatest commodity. So I'm very blessed and I'm very pleased and I'm very honored that you would take part of your time, your precious time to listen, to tune in. Thank you for for doing that, however you're doing it. If you're out for a walk or if you're at the gym or if you're driving or if you're knitting or whatever you're doing, thank you for including me in your time. Thank you for including this in your time. It's such an incredible blessing and such an incredible thing to be able to be part of the time that we have together. If you uh, are connecting through this through uh, some of the social media, through Facebook or Instagram, I would ask you to share it out there. Get it out there so that other people can engage it and can uh, participate in it. You know, we want you to be the best you. And when others are the best them, then we are the best us together. You know, the better the better one person is, the better we all are. This is not proprietary information. This is not information we're trying to hide. When one person is better, everybody is better. And that's what we're striving for. We're striving for that one better, everybody better. We want each other to be better. There's no limit on a better life. There's no limit on personal growth and personal strength, except what you place or what's placed upon you, perhaps maybe by your physicality or your experiences. But there's no outside pressure. It is not as though we don't, there's a limited amount of this. There's not. So we want you to be the best you. And in order to do that, uh, we, we get this information out there because when we're better individually, we're better together. And again, when I use the words better, I don't mean that your life is bad, but we can all be better. We can all grow in our identity. We can all grow in our place and grow in our life together. So, so we want you to be the best you. So this is an opportunity. This is a way to do that. So if you know someone that would connect to this, if you know someone that would be helped by this, then share it out there to them. Direct message them, uh, email or uh, DM them, uh, like I said, or you know, tag them on Facebook or on Instagram. If you're listening to this through one of the, po- the platforms, uh, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, then follow us and give us a rating and review. The more positive ratings and reviews that we get, the more that these platforms show it out there to those who are looking for betterment, help, growth, whatever they're looking for. So if we can help, then then let's get it out there so that we can help. Let's get it out there so that we can be part of someone else's life. And if you want to message me, if you want to reach out to me, if you want to communicate with me, the best way to do that is through the website, gracelifecoaching.com. Reach out to me that way. I'd, be, I'd love to hear from you. I really would. Uh, if you want to do some coaching, some one-on-one work, uh, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Uh, the beauty of this technology, the beauty of the internet is we can connect one-on-one as long as we have a common language, which I would assess that if you're listening to this, you probably do have a common language with me. So if we have a common language, we can, we can coach. We can work. So let's see what we can do together. It'd be awesome. It'd be really great. I'd really be excited about the possibility. So today I want to talk to you about something that we all face, that we all deal with, and that's procrastination. Procrastination. Now you knew sooner or later this was going to come up because it was going to have to. We were going to have to talk about it. Procrastination is something that we all face. It's something that we all deal with at some point or another. So procrastination is something that we need to talk about. 
Now we need to do some definitions first, so let's get some definitions out there. Let's let's make sure that we're clear about what we're talking about. And when we talk about procrastination, we talk about procrastination as the action of delaying or postponing something, and that's from dictionary.com. Dictionary.com uh, says that the action of delaying or postponing something uh, is what is procrastination. So it's so it's an it's an action. It is a voluntary action. Um, it's something that is chosen to delay it. Okay, so it, it's something that's going to happen, but it's not happening right now. I'm not going to do it right now. So it is the action of delaying or postponing something. Now, a lot of times uh, they, they we'd like to talk about procrastination and laziness and ask the question, is procrastination and laziness the same thing? Well, many would argue that it is not. Procrastination, as defined, involves delaying um, unwanted things, whereas laziness involves being voluntarily unwilling to exert necessary effort. So, so that that would be that that would be, and that comes from solvingprocrastination.com, uh, and that's just their kind of their simple definition, their simple understanding is that procrastination involves delaying unnecessarily, not wanting to do something, putting something off, postponing. I could do this right now, but I'm going to do it later. Versus a, a laziness involves being voluntarily unwilling to exert necessary effort. So it's a difference of I'll do it later, even though I could do it now, versus I'm just not, I don't want to do it at all. So a lot of times procrastinators are not sitting around doing nothing. They're actually very busy people doing a lot of things. They're just not doing everything that they should be doing or need to be doing right now. So, so you can have someone who's an overachiever who's a procrastinator and will cover it up because it just makes it look easier. So I wanna talk a little bit about a couple of things. First thing I wanna make sure that we talk about is why people procrastinate, what is the point, what, what, is, what drives it, and, and, I, and I, turn to, uh, I turn to James Clear. Now, James Clear is the author of a number of books, including Atomic Habits, maybe you've heard that. So he says, you know, he talks about the fact that there is some science, there is some, some, uh, some actual brain stuff behind procrastination, and behavioral psychology research it reveals that, that, that it's about time inconsistency, he calls it, time inconsistency, which explains why procrastination seems to pull us despite our good intentions. Time inconsistency refers to the tendency of the human brain to value immediate rewards higher than future rewards. And that comes from, that. there's a similar concept in economics, uh, which is called hyperbolic discounting. Hyperbolic discounting, but so so basically, what 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 James Clear talks about is this. The best way to understand it is this: there's two selves. We have two selves. We have our present self and our future self. And I would even argue that we have our past self. But procrastination really doesn't play into our past self because we've already been there. We don't procrastinate about the past. We procrastinate about the future. So he would argue that we have two selves: the present self and the future self. So when we look at goals. We set goals for our future self in a future reality, in a future expectation. So we look at what our future self wants to be. I want to be my future self. I want to be uh, in a bikini for, uh, for the summer or a Speedo 
um, you know, your whatever, or or I want to have six pack abs when I go to the beach this summer. That's my future self goal. That's where I see myself into the future. This future self of having six pack abs to go to the beach, and I can. I can envision that out there. I can look out there and I can see it in my head. That's my future self. But the fact of the matter is, in order to have six-pack abs, I have to work now. That's my present self. And my present self wants immediate rewards. My present self doesn't want to drink a, three glasses of water and spend two hours at the gym doing abs. My present self wants to sit on the couch and eat donuts and watch reruns of whatever, or binge watch whatever's on one of the streaming channels. So there's a battle between my present self and my future self. Those two selves are in conflict with each other. And my present self is going to win over my future self because my present self is the one running the moment, is the one running the now. It is not my future self that's making current decisions. Even though my, my present self knows if I don't pay attention, then my future self is going to struggle or suffer. But it is my present self that is making the decisions. And my present self says, yes, I want six-pack abs, but I will start working on them tomorrow. So I, I used to hang out at a, at a, at a tavern, an Irish pub, uh, here in, in the area where I live. And the waiters and the waitresses always ran around with a shirt and on the, uh, you know, in their uniform, in the back of the uniform said, free beer tomorrow. Because tomorrow never comes. So a procrastinator will allow the present self to say, I will work out tomorrow. Today, I will sit on the couch and eat a donut and watch whatever's on the, the, the local streaming. So, so why do we procrastinate? Because we allow the present self to have complete control over the future reality. I don't want to do this right now. I don't need to do this right now. I mean, look, here it is. It's February. I don't need to be concerned about my six-pack abs. Right now, I'm running around in hoodies. And the hoodie, I mean, you can't tell that I don't have a six-pack ab in my hoodie, so I don't need to be concerned about it. I'll be concerned about it later. But the cognitive brain knows that you can't get six-pack abs in three weeks unless you already have almost six-pack abs. Almost five. If you've got a five and a half pack, you can get a six pack in a in in a short period of time. But if you got a no pack, I mean, right now I look more like I got a thirty pack and not ribbed. Let me tell you. So so the present self says, don't go to the gym, don't work out, sit on the couch, eat the donut. Uh, you can do it tomorrow. And there is the procrastination. You can do it tomorrow. The present self is bartering for the future self's reality. And that's where the challenge comes in, because the present self wins and the future self loses. And ultimately, we're all, if we're always living in the present self, if we're always living in the present moment, well, then what winds up happening is the future self is never realized. We never fully come to that six pack out because then we get to the summer and early summer. It's like, well, I'll, I'll do it. But we got the cookouts and we got the beer and we got the brats and we got the burgers and we got everything else. And now it's the 4th of July and we're getting ready to go to the beach in three weeks. And well, you know what? I, I'll just wear the hoodie on the beach. OK, that's what happens. We procrastinate because we don't want to give energy. We don't want to allow the future self to make our decisions. We want the, the, the present self to be the one in charge. We want the one who's sitting on the couch right now with the dozen donuts in front of us to be in charge, not the one who's about ready to take his shirt off or take her wrap off on the beach and want to look good. That is why we procrastinate because we are at odds within ourself about the future self and the present self.
Now, Clear talks about some ways to overcome this, and I, I really think they're really good uh, because because procrastination and action are are the work of time and pain. We say you, you have an action line in, in the middle, uh, and that's the intersection between procrastination and pain. Uh, procrastination is overcome when pain moves towards action. That's when procrastination ultimately loses out. When, procrast when, procra when procrastinating about something, there's a tongue twister for you. When procrastinating about something becomes so painful or so um, quick, you know, people say, you know, I, I, I work well under pressure. Well, when the pressure becomes so strong that they can do no other than that pressure leads to action and the action releases the stress of the procrastination so it's kind of like a, a bell curve it's it's kind of like a a mountain curve or bell curve if you will so the longer you procrastinate the more painful that procrastination is and i don't necessarily mean painful painful as in physically painful but it's uncomfortable or maybe you're giving yourself some some more grief than you need to give around it or maybe you're putting more pressure on yourself so as that pain increases it moves you closer and closer to the willingness to do some action and when you reach the threshold that's when you move when the pain of procrastination is too great to bear either you hit a deadline or you know if you if, if you need to start about talk about losing weight your knees hurt too much or your blood sugar is just about ready to 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 tank out or whatever now the pain of procrastination forces you to the pain of action and once you move into the realm of action then the pain decreases because whatever you were procrastinating about then ultimately becomes resolved Let's say that you're procrastinating about taking the trash out and you're procrastinating and procrastinating until the bag is almost overflowing and you're trying to figure out how to get the next thing in. So you take the trash out, you put a fresh bag in, and now you have plenty of room to put the next form of trash in. So you see how this can work, this bell curve of procrastination and action, which has a pain point in the middle or what, what, Cleary would, call, what Cleary would call an action line where you divide between the procrastination and the action. So he talks about um, a couple of options to overcoming these uh, procrastination points, how to stop procrastinating. And these are, these are the things. He's got four options that he, pr he presses out. And it's really, um, it, it's really good. I, I want to share them with you again. I'm not taking any credit for them. These are, these are all. Um, this is James Clear. But I really think it's good stuff. And I really think that I want to kind of put it out there again. I don't want to have this pride in thinking that I'm coming up with all of this myself. I'm learning as we go. And when I learn, I want you to learn also. So I thank James Clear for this, for this information. And you can you can get all this information at his website, jamesclear.com. Now, I, I'm not getting any sponsorship. He's not sponsoring me in any way. Um, I've, I've never met him, though it'd probably be really cool to have a conversation with him. He sounds like a really smart guy, and I've been really um, enjoying his, his uh, one of his books. So I'm not sponsoring in any way. But again, I think this is good information. And if I have the capability of doing a little bit of research and bringing it out there so that you can hear it, well, then that's what this is all about, is that that's what I want is for you to be uh, informed so that you can be the best you. Okay, so I'm going to run through these options here quickly. Uh, they're, they're pretty self-explanatory. So to make the rewards of taking actions more immediate. Again, if we think about the present self and the future self, if the future self is looking to be better, 
um, then we, we need to reward the present self for leaning into the future self's reality. Bring future rewards into the present moment is really what it is. Uh, and, and that can be done in, in many and in, in various ways. Uh, but bring future rewards into the present moment so that the present self will see the benefit of that. So whatever you're procrastinating about, I mean, again, uh, taking out the trash and you're procrastinating about taking out the trash. What's the reward of taking out the trash? Well, the reward is that you have an empty bag that you can put more trash in. So, so don't wait on the reward until you're forced to do it, but see that you've reached a, a tipping point. It's like, okay, so now I'm going to get this reward. I'm going to do this. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do this thing so that I have this reward and I feel good about it. So the first option, he says, is make the rewards of taking action more immediate. Make them immediate right now. The second action is make the consequences of procrastination more immediate. Again, if we're talking about present self, future self, if we're rewarding the future self and we're, we're, um, you know, we're creating consequences, we need, again, to make them more immediate. Uh, so, again, if, if you're looking at maybe, um, you know, maybe, maybe getting a six-pack ab, or what have you, or getting in shape to go to um, to the to, to the beach, and and you could be skipping your um, you could be skipping your uh, your workouts or what have you. Maybe you need an accountability partner. Maybe you need someone to uh, to, to to hold you accountable. Someone to to call you or stand with you. Uh, commit to working out with a friend or or a coworker. And there's a lot of workout. Um, apps out there I, I'm not going to recommend any because I really don't know any but there's a lot of workout apps out there that will have that will have um, you know some accountability bells or what have you so that you, you can use them and they can hold you accountable so so option two that he lays out is make the consequences of procrastinating more immediate the third option he lays out is design your future action plan now this is really important and I'm definitely going to go down the road with this Design your plan, have action. If it's about working out, then set aside time every day, join a gym, find a group, whatever. Uh, if it's about eating, then then go out and buy what you need and start planning. We can't sit and say, I really would like to do this someday. We need to make someday today. So if we don't make someday today, if we don't say now is the time I'm gonna do this, if we don't make someday today, it's never gonna happen. So don't wait for someday to show up. Make an action plan. Make a future action plan. So I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to look better. I want to eat healthier. Well, then here's my action plan. I'm not just going to sit here and dream about it. I'm going to get up and do it. I'm going to make an action plan. You know, and, and I hear this so often. We can read and we can think about it. But if we don't do, well, then it doesn't matter. You can fill your head full of knowledge, but if you're not going to do anything with that knowledge, well, then you're just filling your head full of knowledge. So make an action plan. Make something for your future. Design it out. Sit down. Create it. Set your goals. Look at your blind spots. Do all of that so that you can uh, you can lean out there. You can, you can strive for it. And the fourth option that he lays out is make the task more achievable. Again, I, I think that's a huge thing is we can look at things and we can think, my goodness, I mean, this one event is huge. But if we break it down, so so losing, you know, so, so again, let, let's stay on weight here for a minute. Losing 50 pounds. Well, to sit down and think about losing 50 pounds, that's huge. That's a huge goal. But 
If we think about losing five pounds, well, that's not so big. Five pounds is a little bit more achievable, or even one pound. If you can lose one pound a week, one pound a week, in a year, you're going to lose 50 pounds. But if we think about losing 50 pounds, well, that can be overwhelming. What's the old joke? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Well, make the tasks more achievable. We can be so good at doing pie-in-the-sky belief ideas, but not very good at making the, the small steps achievable. So make the, check, the steps achievable, because once they become more achievable, then you're more excited about doing them. You don't feel like, you're, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this, I'm going to be a failure, whatever spiral thinking that you might have. So, so procrastination is something that happens to all of us, but when we can come into balance with our present self and our future self when we can find a balance then we can start to move forward and and james clear uh put out some really good options on how to do that so thanks to him for his work uh and for you know uh for putting this out there i hope this is helpful for you and and how you know how we can move forward um you know, and some of the things that can be done. I would like to talk a little, I want to talk a little bit more about this. I would like to, I want to talk a little bit more about this. I'm going to do an episode, I'm going to do another episode on procrastination because I found some, some really good things about the archetypes of a procrastinator. And I think, I think they can be definitely helpful. I think all of us are going to fall into it at one point, but you know, I like to keep these podcasts to about 20 minutes, 25 minutes on the outset. So uh, that's what I got for you today. That's where we're going to stop for now. Again, jamesclear.com is where I got the information from today. Thanks to him. Shout out to his work. Check out his stuff. He's got some books out there. Again, I'm not making any money from him. I'm not being sponsored by him or anything of that nature. But it is only fair that, you know, this is his work. And I want to support that because I think it's good stuff. And I think that it really helps us as we look at who we are and where we're going. So my friends, that's what I got for you for now. As always, at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you. Talk to you next time.